Hi, everybody, and welcome to a Royal Rumble previewing MJF into a swimming pool tossing championship belt degendering episode of the Brothers of Discussion. We're going to talk everything this weekend's best odds to win the Rumble, our picks, a couple of prognosticators over here, and Matt, some woke moments from WWE that. And much, much more. You know, we love touching on uh, the Wednesday Night Wars, our top moments there. But Matt, this isn't just any hot, spicy week. This is an especially hot and spicy week of professional wrestling. We're on the cusp of the Royal Rumble. How are you doing? I'm doing great. And and it really, like, it can't be stated enough. This is our favorite week of wrestling. This is the one thing that kept us attached to wrestling as we got older. Like, everybody. Mike. Everybody. Everybody falls away from wrestling a little bit, and a select few of us come crawling back. But the one thing that always kept us attached was that Royal Rumble. And yep. then we even met people that were like had the same experience. They don't watch wrestling on a weekly basis, but they watch the Royal Rumble. This is the best match of the year. As yes. long as Brock Lesnar doesn't win. Anyway... <laughs> Join us uh, Join us every week. Uh, every Thursday we're putting out new content, and that's uh, that can be found on bodpodcast.com and brothersofdiscussion.com. On Twitter, you can find us at bodpodcast. Facebook, you can do the same, but you can also find us as the Brothers of Discussion. Find our live wrestling discussion group named Just That, brought to you by bodpodcast.com. And uh, we have an Instagram account that is brothers underscore of underscore discussion. And uh, I, I'd be remiss if I didn't mention our hockey podcast at BOD Hockey on Twitter. And uh, the discussion five is us discussing the top five stories for the Detroit Red Wings. Uh, we're coming to you live Monday and Thursday uh, with those episodes. So please go check that out. You can see when the new episodes drop if you follow us at BOD Hockey. And uh, that's also with the Hockey Podcast Network. Got to throw that stuff out there. Also, uh, you know what? If you join the Patreon Hockey Podcast Network, you can hear uh, one of the brothers of discussion, the one speaking now, on a very lengthy Wrestle Kingdom discussion that uh, I'm still thinking uh, maybe I should just post that on our our list of episodes. Why not? Yeah. Uh, we put in some effort into that thing. Anyway, everybody, <laughs> we, it's a, like... Like Mike said, this is pretty much our favorite weekend of wrestling. Um, I, even even when we get these amazing weeks where it is like these huge shows like New Japan that reawaken our love of wrestling. Same thing that AEW did, uh, you know, last uh, last spring. And then there's you know there's always the NXT and and you know WrestleMania kind of combos or NXT and Money in the Bank or maybe it's just an NXT. <laughs> uk pay-per-view but what we can count on is even when we hate the royal rumble we still love the royal rumble um but i I know we don't want to jump into that first we want to kind of save that and we'll give you our picks we'll give you our best case scenarios worst case scenarios we'll tell you why uh you know seamus versus shorty g is a huge waste of time um (laughs) but uh before, yeah, before, before we, we do that, let's uh, let's do let's do some uh, some wrestling stories. Uh, Matt, this is huge news: the NXT Women's Championship 
is being degendered. Now, uh, you know, that doesn't mean that Santino is going to be fighting for the belt. Um, I'll be honest. The, when I first read that, that is what went through my head. When I read the, like, the headlines to the stories, I went, oh, what? No. <laughs> <laughs> but go ahead. I, uh, I really thought it meant James Ellsworth was coming back. Uh, but no, it, it looks like what WWE is trying to do is, you know, stop saying these are our, you know, women wrestlers. Because what, what that means is that they're derivative, that normal is, you know, without that extra adjective, wrestler. And that right. goes to the men. So by removing that um, uh, distinction there, that means that it's just a belt. And we're just celebrating them as, you know, as wrestlers. It's not that we got to be ladies, um, I, I hope that down the road it doesn't lead to some shenanigans where the man, some man, is fighting for that belt. I, I don't know. I, I don't know. Maybe at some point it's just it's a road we're not ready for yet. But I think that just calling it a championship belt is a positive move. Matt, your thoughts? I mean, we've been talking about this for quite a while. Uh, anytime you bring up like women's wrestling, it's it's so like it's turning into a joke. It's wrestling. It's not women's wrestling, especially like the way that the way that our current divisions are, are trained. Like we are seeing the same high caliber wrestling from either division. And, and Becky Lynch put it the best way. Like she wants to see matches. She wants to see a full card. And she said, if those happen to be from the women's division, that is great. What she'd want to see is like three matches on a card, maybe even 10 matches from the women's division is, is how she was putting it. But she knows that if they're not getting the numbers, if they're not getting the ratings, then yeah, keep them off the card completely. But uh, I, I just like how, how Becky put it, where there, there's like a bigger, um, there's a bigger story here of like what, what this is, is like separating this idea or like there's a stigma to be attached if something's women's where men's wrestling what do we call that mike we call that wrestling so <laughs> we don't sit around and talk about the men's nxt championship it's just the nxt championship and and the same baloney that you know got me so angry a couple months ago with uh the women's championship in aew is just this tiny little sliver of a belt and then i have to hear from so many <laughs> you know toothless gummers uh about <laughs> <laughs> fucking no they have tiny waists it's fine no that's not see that's the problem is you are immediately saying like there's a difference between that type of wrestling because you're looking at like the body and and, and we look at brock lesnar and we believe that he can fight daniel bryan so enough enough with the bullshit stop kidding yourselves um that you know now i'm getting angry about that title again but maybe that kind of thing will go away maybe aew will, will catch a sniff of this and say you know what it doesn't make any sense we said we were going to be the world the woke um brand of wrestling so why don't we start making some decisions that kind of push us in that direction uh fingers crossed right first uh let's build a roster and then uh <laughs> and then we'll go from there but um yeah, I, 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 thumbs up all around. And and this is another thing, too. Yes, uh, it's following, like, all the Tessa Blanchard stuff where she's actually winning the Impact Wrestling Championship. But uh, I think it's fair to say that we can, after all of the allegations, um, that Impact Wrestling made made the wrong choice of who who was going to win that belt. Yeah, and then, there's uh, probably a better option for that. Yeah. But, uh, you know, hindsight is always twenty twenty. Um 
Is, is WWE making extra moves besides this NXT belt? Uh, you know, we're going to get into the Rumble. Uh, we, we almost have a tit-for-tat uh, match total for men's and women's. You know, we got the um, SmackDown Women's Championship being defended. So you got, you know, a women's match there. The Raw Women's Championship match. Women's match there. We got a Women's Royal Rumble. And we got a women's match there. And then, uh, yeah, the men still have more. But, uh, yeah, you know, brick by brick, I guess. I, I can't, we can't really just destroy this idea. I, I don't think a couple years ago you would have ever thought that, you know, WWE would be taking that kind of risk. Um, no matter how low the risk is, you know, it's not hurting anybody. All it's doing is sending a message. Um, but, yeah, I, I guess we could kind of, kind of, pat him on the back for this i, I just i hope it yeah <laughs> leads to you know more events like the uh women's revolution pay-per-view which was pretty darn fun and I, I think it was you know pretty critically acclaimed um and doesn't look like that's something they're going to revisit anytime soon um <laughs> right but they are gonna you know do more saudi arabian you know men's free-for-alls so I, you know it's a small step, but it's a positive. Um, yeah. Uh, well, it's Matt, the same we... thing. Oh, uh, go ahead. Well, it's the same thing that uh, there was the discussion on uh, on that Patreon episode of the Wrestle Kingdom with uh, the Hockey Podcast Network I was talking about where we discussed women's wrestling being involved in Wrestle Kingdom for the first time. And I like I like I said on there, it's, you know, that, that first step, and to get to the next step, you have to have the first step, especially on your way to the best step. Uh, so I, I do agree with you there. Uh, I love that sentiment and uh, can't can't say it enough uh, because I also toot the horn of PR moves and PR stunts. This definitely reeks of that after the Tessa Blanchard <laughs> stuff. But yeah. again, what would be worse? Just not doing this. So we're doing it. So yeah, I'm not going to complain. All right. Um... That, that was all of our notes for, like, wrestling stories, right? <laughs> yeah. Before we get into the Rumble, I'd say uh, let's do the Wednesday Night Wars, and then we'll get into the big weekend. Uh, right. Matt, this week I took AEW, and uh, you had NXT. I'm going to do uh, – we like doing our top three moments from each show. Um, Matt, I know the stakes were huge, but moment number three was Moxley fighting Pac. Now, I – I was going to text you, but I didn't want your heart to be broken because I know you were enjoying NXT, but Moxley, with his eye removed, fighting at Bash at the Beach on a cruise ship with a pool adjacent to the ring, did not wrestle as a pirate, I'm sorry to say. Um, yeah, huge misstep. He, yeah, uh, you know, maybe one of the biggest missed opportunities in pro uh, wrestling, you know, since you know Michael Bay missed the mark when he made Pearl Harbor, you know, just a real misstep there. Um, yeah, <laughs> it was a you know it was a stone it was stone cold to say it was a good match. You know, it was it was good and nice. Um, you know, it ended with Pac ripping the bandaid off of Moxley's head and going to town at Johnny's eye. But uh, I, I think we could have had a parrot. I think we could have had a peg leg. I think we could have had Pac walk the plank. Uh, but not ADW where the victories matter. So now Moxley's <laughs> going to fight uh, Le Champion at whatever their next pay-per-view thing is. So that was a, it was a good, nice match, as Stone Cold would say, but uh, could not be the number one. Matt, number three from NXT. 
uh well i i thoroughly enjoyed nxt from uh like top to bottom like opening the show with some some pretty good uh some pretty good heat rolling out uh but right in the middle uh we got i i just i wasn't happy with who won but it was a pretty good match but it was uh the broser weights over uh eichner and bartell I I liked uh uh the bear or, or no what did I say, um, the the bruise and bros because I thought like that you could kind of turn like the bruiser weight so the bruise bruise and bros so yeah. I kind of thought it was it sounded like a fun little pub to hang out at I mean like douchebags hang out there but like maybe they have enough TVs they probably have some good appetizers um I'd hang out there. So, yeah, I'm not a huge fan of broser weights, but I guess that's what's uh, going around. Anyway, yeah, th- they get the win. Um they're they're moving on in the Dusty Classic and we'll talk <laughs> about uh we'll talk about the other match a little teaser for what I'm picking as number 2. Yeah, I, uh, I, I love like... Imperium and I love uh Bartel and Eichner and I would have loved to have seen like I guess a primarily NXT UK end to the Dusty Classic. I thought that would have been a good way to kind of build up that tag division that still needs to be, like, they put on a hell of a match at Takeover Blackpool too. The uh, the the tag division with the the ladder match. Yeah. I loved it. So they're doing the right things. They just need like that. They need that rub on on the USA Network. You know, beating this awesome NXT brand, which I know it's it's pretty soon to already like turn turn that over nxt almost beats you know ron smackdown at survivor series and then it's like well nxt uk beats nxt i i know that's a lot that's a lot to ask but um yeah it would have been it would have been my favorite thing of the week but uh it, it rolls in at number three well i uh i do wish that you know matt riddle teamed up with travis banks so that their tag team name could have been the barefoot muscles anyway <laughs> Uh, number two from AEW, um, Matt, I, it's with Royal Rumble weekend upon us, you think about some of the great pops in the history of WWE. You know, maybe maybe it's Chris Jericho debuting after the Y2J segment. Maybe it's, you know, Dolph Ziggler cashing in his money in the bank contract for the World Heavyweight Championship. Maybe it's AJ Styles at the Royal Rumble 2016 making his debut. The roof blew off that place. You and I were there. We lost our minds. Matt, I, I every time I watch this guy get in the ring, they're pretty similar pops. And I'm talking about Jurassic <laughs> Express. Now, they did lose to the inner circle. But, again, they've just had these AJ Styles debuting size pops. Uh, the crowd loves these guys. Uh, I, I don't know if you can... Because they're supposed to be kind of a comedy act, you know, because they got a big guy and a little guy, and the big guy's a dinosaur, and the little guy came out in like water floaties, uh, you yeah. know, in case he fell off the cruise ship. Right. Um, <laughs> and, uh, I, you know, uh, the big guy who dressed like a dinosaur, Luchasaurus, he has a cool move called the tail whip, where it's basically a, a spinning heel kick. Um, it's uh, it's just pure entertainment, Matt. Uh, it's the dancing, it's the dinosaurs. Uh, you know, I don't think it would work if those guys couldn't bump, if they couldn't wrestle. Luckily, they can do all of that. Um, this is one of the more over uh, talents in all of AEW. 
and you know maybe in wrestling right now and it's it's this incredible phenomenon that transcends through every stadium it it's not a sarcastic it's not just for sarcastic crowds it's not just for diehards my god everywhere you go Jurassic Express is just roaring by um so that was the number two moment it still was not quite number one Matt what was your number two uh my number two comes back to uh what we were just uh we were just talking about and and i'm really excited for what this can mean but the grizzled young vets going over uh kyle riley and i I put bob fish on there just for funsies but uh imperium comes in to uh to distract undisputed era and then uh, grizzled young vets get the win this is where i wanted to see grizzled young vets versus eichner and bartell i'm okay with what we're getting because now now we actually get to see somebody in the ring that if they hate zach gibson He'll already be shoes off. <laughs> the story writes itself, you guys. Yes, it's perfect. He um, really hates Zach Gibson. He's not even wearing socks right now. Uh, the girls of Young it. Vets, though, they come in with some amazing tag team wrestling. Uh, this and, and, of course, Kyle O'Reilly being one of the best Matt wrestlers in the game. Uh, yeah. Bobby Fish, he's pretty good at some faces, and, and he's not bad at being a technical wrestler. I think, uh, I feel like you were just talking about Bobby Fish in a oh so uh yeah somebody in the facebook group brought oh, up uh, right. the weak link of undisputed era oh yeah i mean if you had to pick a weak weak link it's definitely not uh roddy strong it's it's no. it's bobby um uh, any hoozles uh, and i, I want to say for the record it's not like i'm saying you know pick the worst avenger you know and he's hawkeye um i'm saying like pick the worst backstreet boy it's like well they're all really talented you know <laughs> exactly but man, as you were, uh, I I would just say like, as a Wednesday night, Dusty Classic match goes, I mean this is, this is everything I want. Uh, I got yeah. I got I even got the guys I wanted to win. Uh, I I think it is time to, to see to see something negative happen for the undisputed era, and uh, we got a couple of things, and I'll, I'll get into number one in a moment. But um, good choice. Uh, story writes itself for the big match of uh, Matt Riddle going up against Zach Gibson, and um, shit, I got to see Zach Gibson in the main event next week on NXT. Man. That's awesome! I love that. Your number one? Uh, yeah, number one uh, was the tag team title match, uh, SCU versus uh, Hangman Page and Kenny Omega. I uh. I do like watching his matches, but the more of this tag team, like I'm glad this tag team tournament is basically over because I feel bad that the announce team, uh, like the in-ring announcer, like he'll kind of, ah, see you, Hangman Page. And then, Kenny Omega! Um, I don't think it's quite equal uh, between the four parties, three parties. Uh, but anyway, uh, you know, this was beyond a Stone Cold Good Nice match. Uh, it was violent. There's a uh, great ebb and flow. I think the crowd actually bought into, into false finishes. Um, Hangman even had a moment, one of those classic moments when a, a tag team is is just subsists of uh, like two A plus wrestlers, and they're not really a you know established quote unquote you know tag team or tag team specialists. They're just two really good wrestlers who. They saw each other one day from across the room. They locked eyes. They said, hey, buddy, let's win a championship. Uh, So that's what happened here. And Hangman 
had one of those classic moments where Jr. started a, oh, you never know what's gonna happen in AEW, because uh, <laughs> he went for one of his uh, buckshot lariats and uh, totally destroyed Omega, who sold it like a real gunshot to the face. Um, but somehow the Hangman and Omega overcame, and the Hangman delivered not one but two more buckshot lariats. You know, he's only got like three moves, Matt. When you don't level up your character enough in WWE 2K, that can happen. You only got like three moves. So, um, but Omega, this was Omega and SCU. Omega is selling like a mother for uh, those two gentlemen. Uh, SCU selling for Omega and Hangman. And it was not a short match. It was, whew, start, it kicked off the show. It didn't really end until like after 8.30. Um, so they gave these guys a lot of time to work. I think the only strange thing is that AEW insists um, on not having, like, their big-time match close out. Instead, they had, like, uh, uh, a tag team championship match of this caliber with two of their big, you know, their big guys, their big hosses, um, open the show. And then they close out with a number one contenders match. It's just kind of, hmm. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. So it's uh, just kind of a weird booking decision, but this was easily my favorite wrestling match. It was, it was, if you're going to only have, you know, there's so much time in your life. If you're going to say, what happened in this week? What should I watch? This is it. Matt, I'm looking down at your list. I could see your number one pick and AEW ended before NXT. And thank goodness, because that main event from Wednesday was incredible. Yep, Matt, your number one moment. We got to see Roddy Strong walk to the ring with uh, fear in his eyes. Um, I don't know. If, <laughs> I don't know if you saw those collages that I made. But yeah. <laughs> Adam Cole looked like he like I, I know. I know we know what's going to happen. But, uh, you know, kayfabe wise, it looked like Adam Cole knew what was going to happen. And he's like, I got to do something to psych up my boy so that he can get over. And um, it, it was great. They they really pushed the idea that Roddy was getting over because we've seen the same thing over and over where uh, Undisputed Era gets involved. But this to- this this totally was the right time for Keith Lee to go over. And um, I applaud the decision making, the timing. Uh, of course, the match was fantastic. Um, it did look like Keith Lee got a little weak at the end. Um, there were there were some issues where I kind of thought either Keith or Roddy. They're totally going to die soon. So I, I, I was... <laughs> I'm a big man, Sponge. A big, big man. <laughs> I, was, I was pretty happy with, the, with uh, how it ended uh, because I, I just didn't want to see these two guys die because they're easily two of the best uh, on the NXT roster. And, of course, uh, I mean, we could go deep Nay, the, the Earth roster. Yeah. I, both of these guys deserve to be in the Royal Rumble. Um, I'm not sure... We're going to go over a list of people that have declared, and there's only five spots left, and I'd have no problem if they got two shots each and took up four of those five spots. So, um, you you can't go wrong with uh, you can't go wrong with Roddy Strong, and uh, you gotta go D. You wait, you gotta suck the D. No, you gotta uh, something on Keith Lee. Um, it's it always feel you always feel glee. When you're watching, watching Keith Lee. Lee. <laughs> Hashtag. You got a hard dong when you're watching Roddy Strong. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I, I was thinking. Uh, never mind. All right. Moving on. Uh, that's, 
Wednesday Night Wars, I mean, I, I knew what was going to happen with AEW because they were, they were posting everything um, online before the show even started. So you, you got to see some video of how the uh, matches were going to end, uh, especially with Hangman and uh, Omega winning the titles. That was kind of disappointing that we saw that going around uh, the interwebs. <laughs> but um, Yeah, a little bit of surprise was gone. But um, I know weekly we've been trying to keep track of the commentating. Um for AEW, and I just want to say Excalibur, I think, did a really good job. Uh, I really liked the way he uh, he pushed certain slabbles uh, when he was calling the, the show, the program. Um, and even JR had a few moments where it felt like he sold uh, false finishes properly. Um, like, it, it almost sounded like he sold them too good. Like, even he, like, maybe they gave him the wrong script. Yeah. Um, we got uh, yeah. the, the champions retained. What? Wow. Um, so I think what they should do going forward is give him the wrong script uh, to kind of get some of that that old yeah. magic from Jr. Um, but yeah, Matt, I think that's uh, that's about enough. I think we can move on to the Royal Rumble. Yeah, and don't don't mistake our like kind of falling off soft on on this week's Wednesday Night Wars is it's like us not enjoying it. Um, I I am I am a little sleep. We both had long work days, but also. We're talking the Royal Rumble in a second, so this this just kind of felt like homework at this point. Um, so let, let's get Worlds Collide out of the way, because uh, I think we both can agree that this isn't going to be... Um, this isn't going to write itself into a lot of storylines moving forward. Um, no. I, unless there's, like, interference, or if there's somebody attacking someone, uh, a run-in at the end of a match, that's when we'll know what's going on with NXT and NXT UK. I think it would be a great idea if they did a lot of that with NXT UK to get people interested in watching those next episodes and those next pay-per-views. Uh, smart idea, in my opinion. Who knows it'll, if it'll happen. Uh, but I do like this Worlds Collide is getting uh, closer to that feel that I wanted when they first announced NXT UK of having like a Ryder Cup so that it's US versus, um, I guess it's Europe in the Ryder Cup, but uh, you know, yeah, uh, that's kind of where we're at anyway, because of Imperium. Uh, we're getting closer to that. I, 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 and, and we have a few matches here that, um, I still, I still don't know. I don't know. Uh, it's kind of, it's kind of tough to say because I, I feel like they might have just set this up to go right down the middle, but, um, I don't know. Let's let's jump in, Mike. Uh, let's let's get some of the matches that we don't even know who's booked for it yet out of the way. <laughs> uh, my boy Angel Garza is gonna fight Swerve and quote two NXT UK representatives. Two NXT UK representatives. Could it be the Kiwi Buzzle? <laughs> it oh, better be. Flash Morgan Webster. Uh, if, if Flash Morgan's in there, I'm, I'm picking him. But um, my God, Matt, Jeez, oh Pete, um, I'm picking Swerve. No, I can't. I gotta pick Garza. All right. I mean, this one I just wanted to get out of the way because if I had to pick one, I, I care the least about. Oh, <laughs> uh, Matt. This one. What about Finn Balor versus Ilya Dragunov? I, I mean, Ilya's had such a weird run in NXT UK, uh, especially at the start where it kind of felt like he was escaping having to have a result 
in his wrestling matches, but he was coming out and with like a, f- a five star performance, and then yeah. the result was either not in his favor or it just didn't have a result. It, you know, something would would end the match out of his power. Uh, so we know that this is going to be two very high talent, uh, very high talented pro wrestlers in the ring. Um, yeah. Mike, I would argue to say that Finn Balor's in this realm now, where if you watch his matches. He's not giving the old Finn Balor, like, I have to earn this. He's giving the I am Finn Balor, enjoy this um, kind of performance. So I think what we're going to see is if – how do you want to judge this? Let's let's judge it by, like, you watching um, a movie and you judge the acting. Um, I think we're going to see a better performance from Ilya in this match. But ultimately, you, ha- you still have Finn Balor in the ring. He's going yeah. to win. Because uh, I think he he he's gonna need he's gonna need to get this Finn Balor NXT I'm a bad guy character built back up. But uh, Ilya's gonna walk away from this as the hero, as the guy we're all behind, and as the guy hopefully people want to watch going forward when they try to tune into NXT UK. But absolutely, they're gonna do like the Keith Lee rub here against uh, Roman Reigns. Um, Matt. Uh- if that's you know what's funny about that like what if you're gonna get finn balor <laughs> over as a bad boy why are we having to fight Ilya Dragunov, who isn't really he's a good just, boy he's got red yeah. eye contacts and he's the devil he's just scary he's not bad he's not bad um uh, let's talk about another match that uh, i don't know if we want to dwell too long on is uh mia Ooh. yim versus kaylee kaylee it's, it smells like a pre-show match. Um, yeah, even WWE labeled it pre-show match. <laughs> There's no secret. <laughs> uh, all right, so here's the thing. Kaylee Ray has to go over in this. Mia Yim has just been fodder for the women's division. She gets back into uh, championship matches just by winning. Like she'll, She gets like a lucky win or she just attacks the champion and she gets back in there and she's very serviceable like she knows the business she can wrestle well enough to not kill her opponent so you know she deserves these spots she's like um what's his name who likes putting feet in his mouth um he's she's the uh the women's division version of um ko uh oh my god uh who uh, you know, knockout punch, the KO artist. Uh, he's fat. He's got a ponytail. Oh, oh, got... oh, 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 uh, uh Cassius Ono. Yeah, Cassius <laughs> Sorry, Ono. that threw me off for a second. Did you think I was talking about Kevin Owens? Yeah, I was like, Ke- Kevin? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, uh, yeah, she's, she's the women. We've talked about it before. We've already labeled her as Cassius Ono of the women's division. Um, uh, it's, it's just Kaylee Ray probably needs another opportunity to keep showing off um like who she is the talent that she has and what a great heel she is so yeah another opportunity to do that i'm all for it um and if mia yim goes over in this i don't know i don't know what we're doing here <laughs> what what are we watching this for no 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 i, I won't just... be that mad but it just it would make zero sense especially a pre-show match yeah, it's, uh, you know, kind of drama-free, and uh, at this point, not really a dream match for anybody, so hopefully they can do the best with what they're given. Um, okay. So now we have, yeah. in front of us, probably 
arguably will be three of the best matches of the weekend. We, we can say that now. And I, right now, Mike, I, I showed you that purchase. Like, we could get Worlds Collide tickets in the, you know, in the lower deck, pretty close to the ring. I This is why I would buy those tickets. I just don't know if I want to spend any more money on this weekend. Um, but... <clears throat> Yeah, let's let's jump DIY and Mustache Mountain. Holy crap, DIY and Mustache Mountain. That, Holy shit, that DIY could main and event, Mustache Mountain. That could main event fill of the blank. I, I'm <laughs> so excited to watch that match. Uh, I can't wait to see the big strong boy. I can't I, wait to see Champo and Gargano being best buddies again. Yeah. Uh, and you know, Trent Seven is you know in my top five knife edge choppers, and we're gonna be there maybe, or even if we're outside. A block away. I'm sure we'll be able to hear those thunder strikes come from Mr. Seven himself. Uh, you've got so what what you've got in this match too is like two guys that have been in and out of match of the year uh conversations, no matter who you're inserting as like their opponent in Champa and Gargano. And then you've got yeah. the big strong boy that is right now rated as, you know, um, or maybe we say he's like the most underrated because he never wins match of the year. Like he puts on match of the year. He makes a match with Walter look like the greatest thing of all time, which I love Walter, but there isn't, there isn't always too much you can do with him in the ring. And Tyler, Tyler, Tyler Bate made it look amazing. So you've pretty <laughs> much got three of the best wrestlers in the WWE about to go at it on Worlds Clyde. This yep. this should totally be on the Royal Rumble card. I a hundred percent say that with. I mean, this is like a WrestleMania match. I would pay to watch. Oh yeah, absolutely. Like if you guys aren't excited about this match, you you really have let WWE sour your feelings on pro wrestling. Like, forget that it's a WWE product. Forget that it's you know probably gonna open the card and we're all gonna be mad. Yes, you to make a fan. This is going to be for the best wrestlers in pro wrestling. I'm not putting the WWE stamp on that. For the best wrestlers in pro wrestling going at it in a tag match. I really don't care who wins, but I'm going to hope I'm going to put I'm going to put my love in Mustache Mountain's corner. I I I think Tyler Bates making his way over to NXT soon. Um if you saw that that Blackpool uh the the ending with Tyler Bates and Triple H uh, and William Regal clapping for Tyler Bate, kind of giving you that that idea that oh shit, they're they're you know the story is oh they're impressed with Tyler Bate, yeah, like he's making his way over, and I think this is the start of building up that character is having him go over Johnny Gargano and Tommaso Ciampa. Yeah, I uh, <clears throat> I would love to see the big strong boys win because I, I think they have. Um... There's only one big strong boy. One big strong boy and one big brownie man. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't mind seeing them win. I, I just think that's the more unlikely scenario because I think Trent Seven, he's kind of in the cane position. He's there to eat a pin. Oh. Um, uh, and it's just because he's, you know, older than, the, than, the, than those guys. Um, you know, and they're pushing, you know, two out of three and potentially three out of three of them to be like mega solo stars. So. Um, I, I don't really care about the outcome of this match. Um, I think that this is just something that they're going to let them, you know, have a lot of time to, you know, tell an in-ring story. And 
watch us all go bananas at the end as these guys just try to outdo each other. Um, we're down to two matches, Matt, because we got to get into the Rumble. Um, we got the NXT champion, Rhea Ripley, is going to fight Tony Storm. Um, my God, please. I was so mad when Tony Storm defeated Rhea Ripley the first time. I was livid. It's like, I'm never watching NXT UK again, and I've lived up to it. And now, I, <laughs> <laughs> it's that really broke me. I was really mad. Um, I was I really geeked out last year when Rhea made her um, her little debut in the Royal Rumble. I was like, see, see, she's awesome. You guys were wrong, WWE. Everybody loves Rhea Ripley. Um, I she's going over uh, on Saturday. There's there's no question, unless WWE really wants to piss me off this weekend. Uh, with a Tony Storm win and then a Kane Velasquez win, but I'm jumping ahead of myself. Um, Matt, is there is there any bad outcome for you in this match? No, uh, because even if uh, Tony gets the win, I think that they just are deciding like, oh shit, uh, all right, let's put her in the Royal Rumble. She's gonna win. She's gonna face <laughs> Becky at Mania. Like that's that's kind of where my head's at right now. Like that would be if that happened, that would be why. Like they're they're already thinking like, oh fuck we already should have hit the goal button so <laughs> i i i would be pretty i would be pretty happy if that ended up being the reason why but yeah wh- whoever wins this i am I'm, I'm all about because i i think that is a very real possibility uh to be completely honest uh, especially with like ria's <laughs> ria's involvement with the nxt championship uh yeah. kind of forcing forcing that name change right i gotta think so so maybe it's time she joins the main roster because she's not just like like we've had those conversations about uh certain guys being a draw and maybe it's a waste to not have them on the main roster i i think this this is one that she's perfect for the main roster and it really is it really is something that if if there's still a difference in ratings and how much money they're they're pumping into each one of the shows then yeah like put Rhea on the main roster i mean um, you know honestly I, I forgot to bring it up earlier that's why i was kind of surprised that keith lee beat roddy strong because I, I thought they were thinking about moving keith lee over but i was going to be on nxt defending that uh, north american belt but uh you know the times can and do change man i don't know if it's it's probably going to be the main event, uh, <laughs> but uh, it, like for our purposes, I would put DIY and Mustache up there. But I think this is probably going to be it. the eight-man tag title match. Yep. Um, all I want is to see Walter and um, not just his knife-edge chops uh, obliterating poor Adam Cole because oh you know Adam's going to sell. Uh, but I also want to see, see when Roddy Strong does that move when he lines up everybody on the ropes and he just runs by, like, kneeing yeah. you and slapping you. And it, it doesn't look like it really hurts, but it looks cool, you know? You can just see him slapping the crap out of his own thighs when he's yeah. running by everybody. <laughs> That's what I want to see. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Did you did you see Walter destroy Adam Cole last night? Um. Yes, that was really good. Oh, my God. I, I Like, I had to show it to my wife. I, I was like, no, listen. No, don't don't watch it. Just listen. <laughs> that was so good. Yeah, I uh, I had my girlfriend like I was like, shh, what? It's like, oh, wasn't that awesome? 
And she didn't really like pay attention, but she kind of looked up like, hmm. oh, wow. which for her is a pretty glowing endorsement for wrestling because she doesn't yeah. give a hoot. So, yeah. Fantastic. Well, that's <laughs> Mike, that. All right. So every year we talk about like TakeOver being better than the Rumble. Um, we're about to go through the Rumble card, but with those last three matches we just talked about, I, I mean, this is going to be another weekend where at least from Saturday night to Sunday morning, that'll be what's trending on Twitter. Oh my God, Worlds Collide is going to be so much better than the Royal Rumble. Um, but you know what, Mike? I don't care uh, because I love the Royal Rumble. So Yeah, me too. Yeah. Yeah. yeah well, let's get into it, man. Fuck yeah. Let's do it. All right. Which match? Uh, I know which one we should do first. Uh, Sheamus versus Shorty G. Sheamus looks like he's ready Who is this for, for. I don't know, but Sheamus does look like he's ready for a huge run. So that's the exciting part. But Shorty G, dude, oh man, he's going down. And and for all the people that that when uh, <laughs> Chatty Gable was uh, was doing pretty well for himself on the main roster, and they were saying this guy is poised for a main event push. And then I was one of the few people that was like, he's fine. Like he still can't do promos. He he's built to lose. Um, here we are. He's <laughs> uh he's booked to he's booked to get destroyed. Uh, I'll say that this could be a repeat of Daniel yeah. Bryan and Sheamus at WrestleMania. Ooh. Um, I th- I the, the way that they're booking Sheamus in these promos, I really think he's just gonna absolutely destroy Shorty G. And I'm surprised they didn't let Sheamus uh, come into the Rumble and maybe possibly take out Brock Lesnar. But uh, oh man. Man, to really get me to do a 180, because I've always hated Sheamus in the Royal Rumble. Um, yeah. <laughs> I always just used to hope that the field would win. Uh, this feels like a monumental waste of a return to have him fight Shorty G in his first match back. Uh, anything but a squash, I think, is a mistake. I totally agree. <laughs> this is This is freaking Sheamus, man. It's like 260 pounds of scary white shark muscle. Uh, and G is a clown. I'm sorry. No. Uh, not not this night. This should not be a 25-minute Matt Classic. This should be Seamus punting Shorty G's head into our row, which is pretty high up. Uh, Matt, I don't want to dwell too much on this match, and neither Absolutely should WWE. Uh, United States Championship, I almost think this is going to be pre-show material but um we are getting two great pro wrestlers in the ring yeah and we saw humberto come out and attack andrade after uh after the Rey mysterio match this past and those Monday. dimples have never looked better you know i he pulled off that mask and again i did like i hesitated and i was like whoa look how ripped dominic oh that's humberto like, <laughs> i thought that he man race kid off. is cut oh <laughs> They kept him off TV for like a couple weeks just to like get him ready for his match against Andrade. But um no, it's uh it's something I'm going to bring up later because I I kind of am happy that uh like there's there's a different storyline of like family and Rey Mysterio that Rey can get involved in so he's not close to Brock Lesnar. We'll get into that later, but um maybe that was just Andrade moving away from him. Any hoozles. Uh Andrade should win this. Humberto will put up a great fight. Um yeah, that's that's all I have to say cuz we have so much more to talk about. 
Yeah, um, I think you're right. I don't I don't want to linger too much on this match. I, I know these two guys are going to put on a hell of a show. Um, I'm glad that WWE is just kind of, you know, pulling their pants up and being like, well, let's give this uh, Humberto Carrillo a shot, see what he can do. And uh, Carvalho, Carvalho, <laughs> let's give he's... that... Hamber, hammer toes, hammer toe, Amarillo. <laughs> what kind of Amarillo are you? <laughs> um, yeah, I, uh, my one hope for this match is don't, don't put it in the worst possible spot on the card. Cause I think it deserves better than tepid applause. Cause I know these two guys are going to destroy their bodies for us. And they're so freaking athletic. They deserve more than, you know, five guys, you know, not even in the front row. Um, Matt, Roman Reigns versus King Corbin. Woo! My boy! Um, what a weird palate cleanser. Because uh, this is obviously going to be, you know, between the Royal Rumbles in some capacity. Um, best best, best case scenario for this match? Uh, Ends quickly. Yeah, I'm going to say not too, not too much into this match. This match scares the crap out of me because even though I am really all about King Corbin and his promo work, um, I mean, this match, these falls count anywhere. They can go on forever. So I don't want that. I, I want to watch my Royal Rumbles and we have really good seats to make sure we don't miss a thing. <laughs> um, well, it's def- holy hell, if you know, if we end up having to watch this and he, they're walking across the entire baseball stadium, I I mean, I'm going to lose it. <laughs> and I, I'm going think- to lose my focus is, is what I'm talking about. Like, I'm, I'm going to drift off. I'm going to grab my phone. I'm going to start whining about the lights that are in our eyes while we're at the Rumble and how expensive, you know, Houston Astros hot dogs are. But... Go ahead. Matt, here's my concern. Uh, as we start to whittle down the realistic possibilities to win this match, uh, Sheamus is out. Uh, Roman, out. King Corbin, out. Because they're all going to be fighting. Oh, God, it's looking really good for Velasquez. But I'm getting ahead of myself. I, uh, actually, the WWE has said that Roman Reigns and Corbin have declared for the Rumble. I know, but those guys rarely get, you know, two matches you know, the winners, where they fight day of and, you know, then they fight later in the night in the Rumble. Oh, I know what you're saying. So yeah. even though they're declared, uh, one of these guys is going to be so beaten and destroyed that they're going to... Man, gonna Roman won, but he was in a match and took a lot out of him. Look at him limping and holding his arm and stuff. He's probably all tired. No, this, this actually, it fits Corbin perfectly because he'll get, he'll, he'll get to spend the rest of the WrestleMania season complaining that he didn't get his fair shot in the rumble which is i will say that's a go-to storyline like every other year but it works and corbin is a guy that can sell that um like he can get really whiny he can use this idea that he's the king he'll miss out on the royal rumble even though he's declared because he he gets hurt in this match but that will feed him three months of story (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> All right. Yeah. No, I left um, you. I left you speechless. But um, yeah. there weren't a lot yeah. of avenues for that one, Matt. It was. Uh, it was a good take. Um. So let's let's move on. We got Bailey and hey. Lacey Evans. Uh, Bailey. All right. 
Yep. We got Becky Lynch and uh, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Oh, um, no, I, uh, uh, Bailey and Lacey. Um, I mean, Lacey. This just is a tough feels match like because in two Matt, they haven't really made Bailey. They, I still don't think she's enough of a heel. She's just got her hairs a little different. And then Lacey Evans is really not a face. I, I don't know why they think we're going to root for her. Uh, this sounds like a nightmare situation for both these women. I can I can get on board with that thought. Um, I think that might be partially why it was just kind of like Bailey's going to win this. I think we're waiting for Sasha to beat up Bailey at some point, right? Yeah, it it's not going to be this night though. Uh, but yeah, that'll probably be the big WrestleMania uh, payoff match is when they break up and fight each other. That match, I think people are excited to see, but um. I don't think they're – I think they're still kind of lukewarm on Lacey. I think she's a better heel because she's yeah. big. Um, like, she's a big woman. And, yeah. you know, Bailey is smaller than her. We've known her as a face the whole most of her career. And I don't – I mean, I know she did cut down some inflatable tube buddies, but I still don't think that this crowd is sold on her. Uh, I think this match would be best served um, – if Bailey loses, but not her belt, but she does something dirty to win. So at least we can be like, ooh, she's a bad girl, you know. I agree. I, I think that is the best way to go with this because I, I do still kind of feel like this is a bit of a throwaway. Lacey seems like a good, like, filler. Kind of like uh, we were talking about Mia Yim earlier and, like, Cassius Ono. It's just that this is, like, somebody who gets filler in the main event spot. Um, think yeah. of kane fighting daniel bryan for two months um anyway <clears throat> moving on becky lynch and oscar mike we watched this match a year ago when we were in that other texas city right weren't we in texas um, no we were in arizona we were in yeah. phoenix yep <laughs> same thing um <laughs> i was a huge fan of oscar going over that night um, I would be a huge fan again if Asuka actually ended this for Becky, but then where does she go from here? And she's too big of a sell. She's got too many Funko Pops that just clear the shelves. She's got too many t-shirts that I, I bought another Becky Lynch t-shirt. Like, I was going through my drawer and I went, oh, fuck, I have three. Like, Becky's catching up to Dolph Ziggler right now. That is a real problem. Um, we, we don't need anybody catching up to Dolph Ziggler and how many, uh, how much real estate is taken up in my dresser drawer, but, uh, Becky is on her way. So that being said, uh, you can't pull the raw women's championship off her shoulder. I think she's sticking around. Uh, Asuka is just this last thing to cross off her list. And I think something else is going to come knocking later in the night. For Becky Lynch, I, I think for that very reason Becky's going to retain, uh, just because if she loses, they would it would have to be the way they stagger the card out, um, like have the women's rumble first and then Becky's match later. Because if she loses her belt and then there's a Royal Rumble, I think people are going to be you know filling their pampers because I want Becky in your rumble. And it's just kind of like, well, you know, we did that last year. You know, let's kind of stir the pot a little bit and, you know, try something else. And that's what I—that's how I would book this. I would have her lose. I think that would be a cool 
uh, little wrinkle in the in the main character that you know she's only got one real foil, and it happens to be Asuka. Um, everybody's got that you know that one uh, yeah that one mountain that's just uh, been kicking your buns, and this one happens to spew green mist in your eyes. Um, so that that's how I would book it. I, I think WWE is just gonna have Becky win again, but um, that's what I would do. Have Asuka win. Just, uh, you know, after the Women's Rumble. Uh, Matt, we move on to the last match before we get into the main course. Matt, Daniel Bryan, Bray Wyatt, part two. The Fiend. Matt? Yeah. What? Let me hot tag it here because I, I, I don't think Daniel Bryan's going to win. What's the most effective use of this? clash of these two characters going forward for WWE as a company um so we've seen the fiend get his ass kicked quite a bit and we're kind of setting up this he's indestructible um I just I don't know if we're about to set up uh like the Wrestlemania main event and when a certain someone wins the men's Royal Rumble, he'll just go up against Brock Lesnar or something. But um, I I don't know if this means like the Miz is going to come in and interfere. If that really doesn't make sense, I really don't want to see Kane interfere. I think he's got his spot in the Rumble all mapped out. Um, I, I just, it is really confusing. And this is such a great question because... I think the only thing that gives this match any purpose is if Daniel Bryan just gets run over by a bus. And um, and, it, and the the bus, of course, is the fiend. I don't want people to think I want Daniel Bryan to be murdered. But yeah. um, like this idea that we have a new Daniel Bryan and he's going to be able to take over the fiend. Uh, but then that just completely like does not like it doesn't fall into the cards even for a little bit. And it's a complete squash. And uh, the fiend turns into like, you know, it's like Super Saiyan fiend. And uh, you know, I I got really high on New Japan, uh, because I kept watching it and I kept thinking like, oh my god, this is just like when Goku fought so and so, and this is like when Gohan came and helped Goku, and it it has all those anime elements. And as much as anime is easy to make fun of, when it comes to like those fighting shows, like it, it's so much pro wrestling. It, it you've got like those last gasping breaths and then that's when you put in your last move to get the victory um i think at this point the fiend is at a moment where he's gonna show daniel bryan like this is this is where you give it purpose he's gonna show daniel bryan that he can hit a whole nother level offensively and just completely take db out of the out of the equation hmm. if it happens any other way i don't know what we're doing because if we're taking the title off the fiend what the fuck and <laughs> if daniel bryan is gonna put up another good fight and not win i guess at least we get daniel bryan in the championship conversation for a little bit longer but again what the fuck <laughs> um i uh paint a prettier I... picture mike <laughs> Uh, don't, 
I don't see the Fiend losing. I, I don't see that happening at Royal Rumble. Um, so that's that's just completely out of the picture. It's just tough because you know with the Fiend, we're, we kind of paint ourselves into a corner where we need him to dominate, but we also want to be compelled by the story. You know, how many matches can we have before it be kind of becomes like a, a Lesnar situation where you have that false hope and then he wins again, 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 again. Right. Um, I, I think as far as who do I trust to prevent that, um, kind of like boredom of, you know, Ben here done that it's Daniel Bryan. Um, you know, he's, you know, speaking of Brock Lesnar, he's, you know, one of the guys who actually got a good match out of Lesnar. Um, when he was, you know, selling the German suplexes and he started wheezing, like all his ribs had been broken. Um, you know, he kicked out of an F5 and then the, the crowd was like, oh my God, maybe they are going to give the green light to Daniel. Um, so, I, you know, as far as a, a storyteller who, you know, can still, you know, manipulate the crowd, yeah. uh, you know, a, on a whim, uh, I think we're going to be in good hands on Sunday. Um, so I'm just cautiously optimistic because I'm scared of the limitations of this, you know, feed character, but um, still optimistic because of, you know, his opponents, Daniel Bryan's. I think we're going to be okay. Um, Matt, I think we made it. I think we're at the rumble. Um, so I do have the rumble odds here and they might, they might scare you a little bit. I don't know if they're going to change your picks at all, but um, let's start with the, the, the women's Royal rumble. Okay. Yeah. I'm just going to do the top five and I'm already, you know, against uh, the number five person here. It's, it's Rhea Ripley. Uh, number four, Matt is actually one. I'm going to have you guess. Becky Lynch. Oh no. It's somebody we haven't seen in a while. Uh, do I have to keep guessing? Uh, one more guess. Ember moon. It's going to be Ronda Rousey clacking in at four. Three wow. is I Sasha Banks. One. No. Two is Charlotte. The number one, if you're going to put money down, you're, you're basically going to lose money by putting money down on this, is Shayna. Oh, shit. Yeah. That's actually, that's kind of shocking. Now, I, I don't think in the past you and I put a lot of, um, put a lot of weight into the basically um like the vegas odds um i know cage side seats does odds uh but then there was that one that one awful magical year for randy orton we we're like what the hell is his name doing on here and lo and behold the viper bastard won the rumble um so there's there's something to this there's a little proof of the pudding um so with that said matt we got a couple categories here uh, we like to do best case worst case our picks, and uh, that'll probably be the last one. And then we also like to throw in the Iron Woman, um, essentially somebody who's not going to win, but they're going to put on a great performance, lasting a long time. Um, Matt, let's hear your best case. Oh, shit. Uh, <laughs> I, I hit a button right when you said that, and I pulled up a whole other page. All right, best case. I guess I, I kind of fall in line here because I, I just – when I'm playing the best case scenario, I'm thinking like, how am I going to be at my most happy and what's going to be the most fun going forward for me? 
I don't care about you. And I'm talking to the WWE faithful. I just want to be happy. So my best case includes your number five, Rhea Ripley. Uh, throws in a newbie, Io Shirai. And your number one, Shayna Baszler. I, I think those are our best case scenarios. Um, I know we've been questioning Shayna's abilities after catching up with her on, on some main event matches. But um, I think the story is there. I think that's ultimately like we're not just looking for good wrestling. We're looking for a story that makes sense. And we're going to have two months or three months of good story. I don't know. Two months, two full months, two and a half months. Fuck, I don't give a fuck. It's Shayna Baszler is going to fight <laughs> Becky Lynch. It'll be fun. Um, I, uh, I'm i going to jump on the Baszler uh, bandwagon. Um, I, she has nothing left to prove in NXT. Um, the Royal Rumble is you know, all about debuts and returns. Um, I think this is a great spot to bring her back, uh, you know, with, with some other, I think high profile, uh, women, women's athletes also making a potential return. Um, I honestly think best case for the company going forward is Shayna. Um, I think they have tough women. I think they have, uh, you know, comedic, comedic characters. Um, they have, you know, pretty uh pretty talented um i'll call them stable hands you know just that trustworthy like you know like natty for example yeah but i don't since naya went down i I don't think they've really had like a monster and even naya i I don't think she was convincing enough in her promos to be a monster and i think Shayna does scare me a little bit especially when she puts in that black mouth guard and opens her mouth and it just looks like you're looking into this soulless void you know out in a you know like a christopher nolan black hole or something yeah um so i think that would be uh very good for business if you're gonna do you know the fiend for the men uh, you know shane basler is like a real life monster for the women just terrorizing that whole division i think this would be a great way to start that out um i'm gonna steal the going first on the worst case Whew. um you know i appreciated that she made Becky Lynch a superstar by smashing her nose like a jar of strawberry jam, but Nia Jax has a very strong likelihood of coming back. I don't think that she should ever win the Rumble. Uh, I don't think that the energy from the crowd would be positive or negative enough, you know, to justify that. I think it would be a mouse fart in the wind. Um, and it's because of her lack of charisma on the microphone. I, I don't think that would win people over. I I can get on board with that. I, I mean, um, I think, I mean, I, I, I put my worst case, and I think I was just tr- trying to be, like, the typical WWE fan because um, it probably would be kind of fun. But I, I put Ronda Rousey, and now I'm second-guessing it because then you get Ronda versus – uh, Becky again. I th- I think the only issue is that we we did see such a clunky match at WrestleMania, and the promos weren't that great. And I don't know if I'm ready to watch the fans just boo Ronda through all of her promos for like another couple of months. I I, I think that's where I was coming from with the worst case stuff. <clears throat> and plus, I gave some pretty good options for best case, so that's that was kind of where that fuel came from. Uh, but Mike, I think we both have. I know we do. I'm looking at it. We have the same pick for <laughs> who's going to win this thing. Um, yeah. Besides us looking at Shayna Baszler and the odds picking Shayna, 
we're both going Charlotte. Um, yeah. It just, she's getting built. I don't know what else you do with Charlotte, but I will say, last year I, I said keep Charlotte away from Becky Lynch because you could put Charlotte anywhere and you have another main event match. So I guess you could still ever win and go up against Bailey, but that just kind of seems like she's shying away from Becky. But um, I, I, I would just say even if she was outside of any title conversation – yeah. Um, put her in something where there's a ton of ladies wrestlers, and she has to dominate again. Like maybe she should win the rumble, and she just barely doesn't. You know, somebody yeah. that came in pretty late wins it. Um, I think that's the way to book her if she's not gonna win it. But I'm, I'm still, I'm still picking Charlotte, and we've got uh, Charlotte again in the women's main event at WrestleMania. I'm uh, actually talked myself into changing my pick. I, I had Charlotte, but the way she's been booked um, the past couple months, I, I honestly, the closest contemporary for her is Roman Reigns, where she's always right around something important, but they haven't really pushed her like to the apex. I think that if they want to do what's best for the company, um, especially with what I think is going to be a nightmare with the men, um, I think that Baszler would get a pop. I think that it would be positive and, you know, negative in the right ways where people would boo her for eliminating, you know, some fan favorites. Yeah. Um, I, I really think they have a, a, a real um, asset on their hands with Shayna. And I, I think right now is, is time to go all in. Let's push the chips in. Um, let's see what happens. I, I think that Charlotte would be a safe pick, but I think she's going to be there propped up as you know like a proving grounds um uh character like a you know if you're gonna win you gotta go through me and basler's gonna be able to eliminate charlotte somehow um you know feud with charlotte a bit and then eventually get to fight you know bailey or becky at wrestlemania and then matt my iron woman um i'm going alexa bliss because i i don't see her really factoring into the decision i don't think she's going to be one of the bottom two or three uh, maybe, you know, four or five in that, you know, tr Chris Jericho spot where they're good on the mic. You start to see them get their shit in. You're like, oh, no, they're getting their shit in. It's too early. You're going to get eliminated. No. You know, I think yeah. that's where Alexa's going to go. She's going to growl and do her cute little finger thing like Freddy Krueger and then go flying over the top rope. <laughs> so that's, that's the women's rumble, Matt. Um, we still got to do uh, the men's, and this is one that's it's got me absolutely just terrified for the future of this company, man. <laughs> so let's do this. Um, I'm gonna do the uh, top five here for the uh, the odds. Now I'm gonna make you guess this a little bit differently. Um, he is in the top five, so I'll give you that. I'll give you that. Where in the top five do you think Big Mac is? Ooh, because he is up there. Number three. Matt, right on the money. Boom. Um, now, here's now here's what's, I think, a little surprising, because these numbers have moved. Matt, where is Cain Velasquez? Ooh, number two. He's actually dropped. Uh, I've seen some boards where he's number one. Now he's back down to four. Um, so I don't know if people are, you know, uh, reading into who's buying plane tickets uh, into Texas. I don't know what's going on there. Yeah. Um, but, Matt... 
number five and six. Number five and six of, of the entire roster of known entities that are employed by WWE. <laughs> four, five, six, four, Velasquez, five, CM Punk. Number six, ahead of number seven, Kevin Owens. Edge. What? <laughs> what? Who's putting this money down? Um, and then Matt, numbers one and two. I I would be very surprised if you didn't guess who one and two were. Um. Well, number one is Brock. Okay. Um. So wait, it's not Drew. It's not Kane. Oh. It's not Kevin Owens. Nope. Is it Roman Reigns? It certainly is. Hey, Roman Reigns. Uh, you do not win money if you uh, bet on him, and Lesnar is the second favorite. Cool. Uh, that fucking blows. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, this is the time to put money on Velasquez because that big flappy bastard is going to come in and ruin my whole Sunday and my whole year. Until next year's Royal Rumble, where I can be like, well, maybe this year they'll make me happy. So, Matt, I I don't think anyone who's listened to this show has any question who your best-case scenario Royal Rumble victor is. But, Matt, this is your time. This is your moment. Give us the best case for the WWE going forward. Who wins the Men's Royal Rumble? Matt. If you don't understand this point for however long you've been a pro wrestling fan if it's been this month or if it's been 30 years why drew mcintyre should win this goddamn royal rumble i can't help you if you don't see it i can't help you that's your best case scenario drew mcintyre has the chops he's got the athletic ability he's He's got the story that's being built for him, as we talked about last week. Mike, he's got the goddamn look. Uh, this is it. This is when you can pull the trigger when the fans are most <laughs> on board and you can walk away from the Royal Rumble with the fans being happy. That's just my best case scenario. Yeah, I, you know... Looking at the board here, looking at the looking at the odds, I I don't think the people need to see Lesnar win number two. I don't think they need to see Roman win number two. Like it wouldn't even feel like number two. It'd feel like he's already won a couple of them because he's already had most eliminations and he's had some runner ups and um, CM Punk. I I can't believe people are putting money on that and Edge that. If you thought that AJ Styles in 16 was a pop, I think people's heads would explode if Edge just ran out and speared Brock Lesnar over the top rope. Um, there's a photo going around on social media right now that yeah. apparently is back from 2007, but it, it's Edge sitting in front of a suitcase with all of his gear packed up. And it looks like he's, really, he's like contemplating something. Those so bastards. Somebody shared that, and now it went around the interwebs where people were like, oh my god! Like... Like Edge would share that and ruin. Let's let's say Edge is coming back. There's yeah. no goddamn way he's sharing that on social media before he comes back. <laughs> but no way, man. that that photo ended up being a picture from 2007. So I I got I was tickled by that quite a bit. 
Um, I, I just, I don't know. He's been pretty adamant and he gets kind of angry when people bring it up because like to us, like when that gets brought up, he's like a plaything. And to him, if he, if he does come back, I'm going to look like a fool, but to him, like it's his, it's his life, you know? Yeah. Like we just keep begging him to come back and he goes, no, I left because, um, life. I don't want to die. Yeah. And uh, the the lack of respect that that choice, that decision gets is mind-blowing. Now, I will say, I was the one that was saying Daniel Bryan was going to come back and fight. But that's only because I heard him on podcast saying that he was going to come back and fight. We are not at that point with Edge. So, um, yeah, I don't know if it's just because Daniel Bryan came back. People are like, Edge, why don't you go into the hyperbolic chamber just like Daniel Bryan and Goku? And come back, come come out. Um, I I always forget though. It was the hyperbaric time. Uh, yeah, I mean, that remember the the Dark Knight Rises? I mean, you know, Batman just put a clamp on his leg, and he could do karate again. So, I mean, if we just put a brace on Edge's neck, he'll be fine. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, hundred percent. Um, uh, just right. for funsies, Matt, I love these odds. Uh. <laughs> I just want you to pick who's number one of these four people. Alistair Black, Braun Strowman, Cena, or AJ. Number one in regards to winning the Rubble? Of those four people, yeah. John Cena. Wow, actually uh, not. It was Alistair Black. Just for funsies. Uh, I know he's not going to win, but um, I'm kind of pumped to see that. Um, Matt, let's uh, let's move back into the categories here. Uh, best case for me is Drew McIntyre. You're absolutely right. Now is the time. Now was the time, you know, many moons ago. They should have pulled the trigger on this poor bastard. Um, he's got the look. He's got the violence. He's got the mic skills. Uh, now the crowd is actually behind him as a face. I don't know what more you would want from him. Uh, th- there's There's no reason not to pick him. He's the like prototypical um, wrestler. There's there's literally nothing else he could add to his repertoire. There's nothing. All he needs is a little push. <laughs> um, Matt, with that said, I know you and I are just going to sigh and look at each other and say, God damn it. When it comes to fruition on Sunday, and that's my worst case scenario, Number 30, Kane Velasquez comes out to crickets and <laughs> wins the Royal Rumble. Okay. I will tell you, I, I really think that's not going to happen. Um, please let that... Please? 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 Where the please. odds are standing, I think we, we you and I know well enough that the odds actually do kind of always sort of line up. So let that put you to bed. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna cry, Matt. I'm gonna, I'm gonna throw up. If Kane Velasquez wins, I'm gonna throw up. All they're doing is setting up that Kane Velasquez Brock Lesnar match. I, I think he's gonna come out and ruin Brock's opportunity. That this is the problem is I think Brock is just gonna run through the entire roster, um, and it's gonna have to be Kane Velasquez that knocks him out, even though he's not a part of uh, Rumble. I kind of feel like that that's the best route for him I, that's what i'm seeing but i still now, put him down as my worst case scenario let along me, with randy orton brock lesnar and rome reigns 
Matt, um, none of those are as worst case as Cain Velasquez. Matt, you still owe us a biggie uh, dick-shaped cake that you got to eat, but... I don't know how many times I have to say, I'm not eating a cake until you make it. So <laughs> the onus so has with never that been said, on With that said, if someone can make sure that Cain Velasquez is not the 2020 Royal Rumble winner... I will eat a Cain Velasquez dick cake. Well, here's what's going on. We're in That's Houston. not enough. It's just, it's too similar. We need we're something in, better. We're in Houston, Mike, the new home of a Voodoo Donuts, Ooh. which has the big old ding dong donut. So, really? Either I will eat that ding dong donut and we'll name it Big E, or you're eating it the next day. <laughs> And it's Cain Velasquez, and you have to eat the whole goddamn thing, and we're putting it on social media. <laughs> um, I think uh, that's really funny, and it reminds. Did you get to watch Big E on the uh, the video recording of their podcast this week for the new day? No, but I did listen to it uh, with him talking about fighting Bill. Just Goldberg. man meat. Fighting. <laughs> <laughs> Crash man, man meat. <laughs> Oh my goodness, Matt! Um, we need you a stipulation. Watch five star matches. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to see two grown men talk about slapping men. Ring work? No. <laughs> just want to see two muscly men <laughs> crash into each other. <laughs> oh my god, that was so funny. Um, Matt, I uh, immediately subscribed to that podcast. That was genius. Whoever put that out there. Um, yeah, don't, unsubscribe from us. Make some room. What? Listen to the new day. <laughs> I um, man, I need to put something on the line because if Cain Velasquez does not win the Royal Rumble, I will be so freaking happy. I, because I'm so convinced it's gonna happen. Right. I, I mean, you gotta eat the dick donut at Voodoo Donuts, or I will eat a dick donut. You want to celebrate? And don't forget too, Royal Rumble in Houston. It's gonna start at five o'clock. So we'll have some time after the show to get all this shit done. That's true. Well, Matt, uh, I know I know you're going to have to eat a, at least, you still owe us a chocolate donut, chocolate dick donut, and then I'm going to be eating a Velasquez-colored dick donut, I guess. Um, <laughs> so this is this is still my nightmare. This is this is my nightmare. Uh, my pick is still Velasquez, and it's, I'm just, maybe if I lower my expectations enough, when he doesn't win, I will be, just like like when uh, Black Panther showed up in Avengers Endgame and I was going, and I was chanting with a fictional character on a movie screen. That's how excited I'll be. I'll be out of my chair just screaming and hugging strangers left and right. Um, Matt, who is your pick? Because mine is a heartbreaker for me and you, and I'm going to throw up if it happens, but maybe it won't. So Matt, your pick. All right, I would feel stupid if it happened and I didn't actually pick him. So I'm going with Drew McIntyre. That's my pick. Um, I've laid out over the last few weeks how upset I am at Brock Lesnar being involved and what that means to this man's chances uh, because obviously the rest of the roster should play second fiddle to a guy that, you know, you really got to hope that Daniel Bryan pulls off a five and a quarter star match for it to be interesting but you know let's revolve everything around brock lesnar 
But um, no, I like like I said, I, I'd feel stupid if if he won and this wasn't the time I picked him when I've been picking him all the time. So I'm picking Drew McIntyre. Matt's gonna just keep his emotions way up there, huh? And then uh, just to have him knocked down. Oh, by the way, right. the uh, the donut is called the cock and balls. Uh, wow. Cock and balls shaped raised yeast donut. My least favorite kind of donut. Uh, triple filled with Bavarian <laughs> that's, cream. That's the real suffering. Not that it's yep. shaped like a dick, but that it's a yeast Ab- raised donut. Absolutely. <laughs> and uh, topped with chocolate frosting. So um, <laughs> that'll fit my that'll fit my quota for Big E. But you have to buy it. Since you're not making it, like I told you to, so you got to buy oh, it. Damn it. All right. And then uh, our last category here, um, and we're going to add one more, man. It's a bonus show. Matt, before we had the bonus, the Iron Man, I, they got to find some way to push this guy. It's not going to be with a win. Uh, it's not going to be with a bottom two. Totally. Brock needs the push. <laughs> uh, it's going to be Alistair Black. Your Iron um, Man? I thought you said we were adding a category. We're gonna, Matt, post <laughs> eliminations. Because Iron Man just means you last a long time. You're in there yeah. like 40, yeah. 45, 50, 60 minutes. I uh, I did fuck up and I picked Brock Lesnar because I was thinking most eliminations. But I'm going to pick Brock for both. I think Brock's lasting this entire rumble. There's no way he's going out early. Um, and he's also going to get the most eliminations. And he's going to break a record. And he'll be at the top of that statistic going forward. Damn it. Remember when it used to be Kane and that was the best time of my life? Yeah. And we used to talk about the Royal Rumble, like maybe this will be the By the Kane numbers. Wins. One time Kane had like eliminated Drew Carey. You know. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was a career highlight for both of us, I think. Yeah. Um so yeah, most eliminations, uh yeah, god damn it. I I feel like they're going to give some honor to McIntyre. It's not going to be a win. It's not going to be a bottom two. He's not going to get, like, you know, Lesnar out of there. But maybe he'll lead the, the the event with, you know, six eliminations or something. So he's nowhere close to Roman. He doesn't win. Doesn't eliminate anybody of any interest. But he did get six. So that's all I got for you. Um, let's do one more (laughs) bonus category, Matt. Most eliminations for the women. Um, who you got? Charlotte. Um, yeah, for me, it's either going to be Charlotte or Nia. Um, probably give me, yeah, give me Charlotte. I took her off the board for my pick and put Baszler in there. I think Charlotte's still going to, you know, be kicking some buns. Um, give me I, uh, Ric Flair's baby can girl. I make a, can I make a request? Yes, you may. Can we change the rules of the Women's Royal Rumble before it starts to have them go through the middle rope? Because, like, we talk about the NXT <laughs> Women's Championship becoming the NXT Championship, and it's because they are all just wrestlers. Matt, we but- just had... An ex-gender championship belt. We can't add a women's rope royal rumble. Here's here's what we're happens. gonna undo all of WWE's let's, hard work. We talk, breaking let, boundaries. We go back to Becky Lynch's comment about like, all right, take women completely off the card if they're not selling T-shirts anymore. I I just what I take from that is we still want a believable story 
And one of the things that has irked me now for the, the for the Women's Royal Rumble is watching the ladies get up to the ropes and then take a huge jump to get over the top rope. There's one thing to make a belt that's tiny because you go, this is for women. But it's a completely different thing to go, this is a sport. Why would it make any sense to have these women jump over the ropes when they are physically smaller? So have them go through the middle rope because... It looks more like a sport that way. And having them have tiny belts does not make it look like a sport. It makes it look like you're saying this is a women's belt and the men's belt should be bigger. Having men go over the top rope does not make it any less of, does not lessen the, the impact of the women's Royal Rumble. They just, they're shorter. So to have Alexa have to jump over the ropes to get thrown out, I think is, is a little too much to ask. I think That's it was really team. humiliating when, like, Viscera had to go over the top rope because he's fat. So that that's your counter, is that Viscera had to be thrown over the top, so a little tiny Alexa Bliss should, too. I think that's what Viscera said in the locker room. You know what? <laughs> if I gotta go over the top rope. If I could do it, they can. I just, it takes, it takes a little bit away to see them run up. You know, they do the grab the head and then grab the shorts and run up to the ropes. And then that person who's getting tossed out actually has to lunge over the top rope because they are so much shorter than, than the rule. Well, some of the taller made. ones. The rule was made for like six foot five individuals. Yeah. So what are you saying? Like, you don't like Marco stunt should never be in the WWE. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, pretty much. Well, he probably won't. So okay, you're welcome. I just think it it lends to a a more realistic Royal Rumble event. What if they still had three ropes, but they just lowered them a little bit? But you see what I'm saying, right? I know you're 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 backing off from from agreeing with me because it sounds like I'm being sexist. But if the match purely <laughs> revolved around people that were under six feet tall. So you're saying, like, the Women's Royal Rumble for you is like watching 30 people do the 619. Like, it's just really convoluted. Oh, boy, I think they get eliminated. I can see her taking three, four Euro steps, like Manu Ginobili going in the paint. So (laughs) I kind of see where you're coming from. Um, The way they got to, like, basically start, like, running from the middle of the ring and fling themselves over the top rope to get eliminated. I, I see what you're saying. Like, you know, we used to, one of my favorites is that classic, uh, you know, clothesline, which is really only an option if you're fighting like Charlotte or Lacey or Rhea. Um, I, there's enough, you know, bullshit that happens like with the jumbotrons and stuff to keep us distracted with colors and lights that I think they could, they could, probably get away with like lowering the three ropes just a little bit you know what i mean uh, yeah or what if, but that's about, well that's where i don't want to change the ring for women's wrestling i just <sighs> like that rule just kind of seems like it could use a little massaging so that it makes more sense for who's in the ring come on no i'm not we're not i'm not being sexist uh, you know sexist Matt. I, sexist I, Matt. sexist Matt. Holy shit. Oh. No, Matt, you're not being sexist. I know what you're saying. I think it would just look kind of a goofy if, 
you know, over the Royal Rumble, you have to th- you throw your opponent, not over the top rope, but like through the, s- well, not, okay, so you take, there's three ropes, so you can't go <laughs> under the bottom one. We don't really care about the top one anymore, but with the second one, you can't just go under it. You have to go over it, but not quite, you know, you get it, and then you're eliminated. And then both feet must touch the ground, unless you hop on one foot all the way around the ring, ad nauseum, until the match is over, and nobody will say anything because that's a weird Royal Rumble rule we've never really re-examined. Exactly. (laughs) And there you have it. Uh, somehow we went through this whole episode and nobody picked Otis to win the Royal Rumble. What a farce this Brothers of Discussion is. I got a fart, farce. I was, I was going to make a fart joke and then I said fart instead of fart. Never mind, just continue. Oh, I thought of one more mega category. Who gets yeah. to eliminate Brock? Are you going to pick Velasquez? Oh, shit, yeah, I, w- I did want to have that. Um, all right, so, uh, y- I think he's going to be a part of it. I I, I wasn't going to pick him as the official eliminator because I didn't think he was going to be a part of the match. I will. So if Drew McIntyre is going to win it, I think it would be cool if he got that, that elimination, but um, maybe we'll build, maybe we'll build Matt Riddle and we have five spots to fill. So let's put Matt Riddle in there. God, maybe we'll build, the Kiwi Basso. He'll come in Maven style and dropkick Lesnar in the back of the head. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Just, uh, who do you think has better odds to win the men's Rumble, Matt? You ready for this? And you get, it's an, I'm, I'm, I'm giving you an easy, it's not an easy question, but the way I'm designing it, the answer is easy. <laughs> Who's yeah. got a better chance of winning the Royal Rumble? Baron Corbin. Or Lars Sullivan? Uh... <laughs> All right. I mean, I'd have to go with Baron Corbin because I don't see Lars Sullivan ever making a return. Matt, you'd be incorrect. Lars Sullivan actually has better odds of winning than Baron Corbin. Oh, my God. All right. Well, uh, I don't know anything. Uh, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, we... We reached the end of our coverage for the Royal Rumble. We couldn't be more excited. Um, if you want to hang out with the Brothers of Discussion, we will be in Houston hanging out with one in particular uh, Brothers of Discussion fan. So if you want to hang out too, just reach out to us. We're all over social media. Send us a direct message. We, we keep all that shit open. Just uh, say hi. And uh, yeah, let's hang out. Let's watch some wrestling. Let's talk wrestling. Obviously, on Sunday, we're going to be headed in at, uh, I think, the doors open at 3 p.m. So, uh, yeah, if you don't if you don't get to us uh, for brunch, uh, it's going to be a little too late. So, so you can give it your best shot. But uh, I'm, I know I'm, I'm really excited for this Royal Rumble. Um, we really get to just sit down and focus on the pro wrestling this weekend. I'm pretty stoked about that. Uh, and, and if you want to keep focused on the Brothers of Discussion, follow us on uh, Twitter at BOD Podcast. Find us on Facebook. Two ways is the Brothers of Discussion and under our live wrestling discussion group. And then uh, Instagram is brothers underscore of underscore discussion. If you could, please subscribe and review wherever you're listening to the Brothers of Discussion. We greatly appreciate it. Um, something that uh, we've been hoping for so that we could uh, kind of move up in the old rankings and uh, maybe get some merch going and give out some free stuff but uh, 
Still waiting on those numbers to kick up, so if you guys could, please, head out, share the Brothers of Discussion, and uh, see, let's see what we can do. Alright, thanks for tuning in, everybody. You gonna say bye, Mike? G goodbye. We're coming to the Royal Rumble! Oh, yeah! Turkey!